Hey, what's up, everyone? It's me, Nina Simone Williams. Yes, another day, y'all. So first of all, I want to do a shout out because I'm trying to remember to shout people out before I finish or when I start. And the last episode, I forgot to shout out my people. So I want to shout out Mun's Bundles. Um, Catch her on her IG, which is Mun's Bundles. She does hair products. She does weaves. She does... Um, hairstyles and she will leave you looking like a million bucks I tell you that Emerald SEN Consultancy SEN is Special Educational Needs and Disability um, that is a, 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 a private corporation I should say where if your child has any special needs development that uh, production Emerald SEN Consultancy will help you as a parent to get the child's uh, plan for school, for, for their further education. So hook her up, Emerald SEN Consultancy. Shout out to Luscious underscore boutique, ladies garments and ladies fashion. If you feeling sexy and sassy, that's the place to be. Uh, share elegance, party planner. And let me say, this is one not to sleep on. Her uh, designs and her party planning is amazing. And I would say hook her up on Share Elegance on her IG. Last but not least, Christina Bright, 3996, another event decor and backdrop uh, planner. Let me say her decorations is amazing. She takes her time and she's very proud in her craft. So shout out to those ladies. And when you put yourself up in their DM, say, Auntie Simone sent you. Okay, guys, how you feeling? How you doing? Um, I hope you haven't uh, overeaten. I uh, hope that you are going to be on that verge of um, self-awareness of yourself. Like when, when Easter comes, it's like Christmas, you know. Don't overeat and just appreciate because apparently that's supposed to be not apparently because I grew up in the church but that is the day of resurrection of Christ when he died and rose uh and that's what we're supposed to be celebrating for those that do celebrate other than that if you don't celebrate that it's just to eat fish eat your food and eat a lot of chocolate (laughs) how you doing today tell me how you're feeling sliding my dms okay so today we're gonna talk about me And I tell you why. Those that know me, know me. So I don't have to explain. But those that don't know me are sliding in my DMs like, oh, what part of America are you from? Or you sound American, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, I'm not going to explain myself more than once. So I'm going to tell it like it is. I was born in the UK. London, to be precise. South London, to be exact. I then moved to Chicago when I was nine years of age. Now, pretty much from nine to 15 was when I stayed. So you got to imagine back in those days, it was uh, American, uh, American advantage, but Jamaican parentage. I grew up with my aunt and my cousins and my aunt is born and bred in Jamaica So she grew us up with us understanding that we knew Patois, we knew Jamaican lingo, and then we go school and then we're American. And then because I was British, it was a lot of my confusion growing up in my life. 
because depending on how I feel, and you can ask my, my, my people, you're going to hear me sound like this. And, you know, if you know me, you would not be offended. This is who I am. It's not a pretend. I don't pretend to sound American. I, in fact, I actually try to sound as British as I can. But there's certain twangs and tones and sounds and, and conversations that you will go, oh, she sounds American. So I grew up in South, Chi- South Side, Chicago, 69 King Drive. I went to Sexton School, A.O. Sexton. And then I, that was in South Side. And then I moved to the North Side and I went to Oakton. Um, I came back over here, um, and I missed the, the, the epidemic, is it epidemic of when you pick secondary schools? So I was left to go to the schools that nobody wanted. (laughs) I'm not lying. Back in my days, and I was shout out to the schools. I went to Gladesmore. Who's that calling me? I went to Gladesmore. I then went to Hornsey Girls. I then went to Broomfield. So, and it's not because I was a bad child. Please don't get it twisted. No, my parents believed in education. And once they realized the school was failing the system, they moved me out. That's really it. I didn't get excluded or expelled. You know, I went to, in fact, when I calculated, which messed me up as a child, I went to nine schools altogether. I'm talking about from nursery to secondary school, including the schools in America, I went to nine schools because... I guess we, my parents was a strong believer in education. And obviously when I was little, I moved because we moved from South to North. So I had to move schools. But being in America, baby, in the 80s, early 80s was emotional for me. Can you imagine like a British kid going to an all-American school, didn't know nothing about the culture, didn't know nothing about um pledging no allegiance, didn't know nothing about getting up every day and and pledging. Like every day when we went into the class, we got to put our right hand over our heart and pledge allegiance. That's something I had to learn. I don't even know if I know it to this day. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, for liberty and justice for all. There you go. See, it was just something that stuck, stuck in my head because every day, That's what we had to pledge to the flag. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Nobody taught me, you know. Then after that, those that caught wind that I was British, I would just get tortured for the last next 10 minutes. Oh my God, you, you British, you you English, say something in, say something in English. Like, what do you mean? Say, say chair, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, chair. And then, oh my God, or say, say garbage. And I don't say garbage. I'm like, bin. Oh my God, they say bin. Like, what is that? Your garbage. (laughs) Like, so it's a lot of different cultures that I had to go up in. And I'm not going to lie, it was stressful, especially when I was living in the south side of Chicago, because that was the pandemic of crack, cocaine and drugs. And I I used to get up and practically beg my mom to not go to school. Literally, like I was like, mom, please don't make me go. And it was an all black school, mind you. I'm talking about. Woo. It was an all black school and it was literally the school of what we believe it to be, you know. And I was just crying like, mom, I don't want to go. In fact, I was crying to send me back to London, England, because I thought like anything could be better than this. And I think it was because I was trying to just understand the culture. I was young. And even to this day, a lot of people be like, oh, my God, I like your handwriting. 
They like my handwriting because I grew up to learn how to write the way I did. In American schools, they don't do singular writing. They do join-up. So imagine being 9, 10, 11, doing join-up. So that stuck with me. And then imagine being in America and learning long division. Sorry, y'all, my phone is going off. Imagine going to learn to do long division. Like, I didn't know what long division was. I just about knew what division was because I was really not an academic child in school. I felt like I could have been somewhere else. Like, I was in the clouds. I was either, you know, singing away to myself, dreaming about being back in London. <laughs> you know what I mean? So my my school years in America for me was a waste of my time because I didn't understand it. And then um, growing up in America, like I said, South Side of Chicago, you had to be strong because there were people just waiting on the corner for you, literally like selling crack cocaine like it was nothing. And I used to hear gunshots. I wake up in the morning and there's gunshots. You wake up and go to school. You see an out white chalk on the floor. That's where the last person died. And it's just, and you just, it was normal. The household that I grew up in, like I said, it was my grandma's sister. So that's my grand aunt. And then she had one, two, four kids and a grandchild there. Her grandchild is my cousin and um, her mom, her mom, her daughter is her kids are my mom's first cousin. So me and the daughter grew up as sisters because that's how close we was uh, to this day. We're still close. But growing up in that household taught me structure and taught me how to fight because as a young girl, you grew up in a household with boys. You got to just fight. They'll bully you. They'll pick on you. It was a thing where you just had to learn how to survive. And that's what I did. And then I came over to London, England. And then I saw my friends that I left behind. Everybody had grown now. We're like 14, 15. Girls got breasts now, butt now. Boys are looking like young men now. And here I am coming over to England. And I remember I was like, they used to laugh at me when I came back to London, England, because over there we had stretched jeans, like skinny jeans was out in it. You can ask my people now, skinny jeans was out years ago because they used to laugh after me and they'd be like, oh my God, can you breathe? Like, yes, I can. Cause it was stretched jeans. So I was rocking skinny jeans from, I was like 15 being laughed at. Cause they was like squindons. I don't know if y'all remember that, but squindonians. <laughs> They used to laugh after me because my jeans was like blood sucking and they didn't understand. Sorry, y'all. That was my phone. Um, one of my besties called me. So, yeah, and I want to try to get her on the show. Um, that's the Emerald SCN Consultancy. Um, she will come on and explain more about that. But yeah, it was just, for me, it was just like a transition. And it's something that has always been in my life, my life of, of style. And plus, remember going, going to America at the time I did and seeing black people on TV, black people being CEOs, managers, having their own show, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at the time was just amazing. You had Mr. Cooper, we had like Sister Sister, we had Moesha, we had, you know, I can't, if I'm missing it out, I apologize. Um, but 
it for me it was like a new way of my life like I saw what black culture looked like and unfortunately London England at that time wasn't that so I remember um I permed my hair when I was nine because everyone in America had permed hair you know I'm coming from a stage of Jerry curls Michael Jackson follow the drip follow the drip if you know get to know and it was like a thing where um when I went to America all the kids all the girls had like long braided hair with like berets at the end when I I say berets hair accessories and I just wanted that so I remember saying to my mom I want my hair permed and I was nine I was nine when I got my hair permed now that I know and now that times have changed maybe I wouldn't have done it now maybe if I had a daughter now I don't think I'll, I'll I'll educate her to perm her hair I'll actually encourage her to to love her hair and plus nowadays there's a lot of um styles that you can wear naturally with without it being an effect where back in my days oh child oh no 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 we was not trying to rock no damn afro not in my generation we just thought that was a no-no but anyway y'all the moral of this story is you know don't come at me i'm not trying to pretend to be anything that i'm not this is who i am and this is how i've grown and this is what i've stuck with you know and like I said, it depends on, on what I say and how I say it, it will come across as, because maybe that's the only way mentally I can say it without, I don't know, because sometimes even when I say water, people are like, water, it's not water, it's water. I'm like, well, I say water, you know, but I say water because mentally, that's maybe what I want to say. For me to say water, I sound weird, which is weird for me, because in my, my head, it water it sounds like i'm really trying to say it where water for me just flows what you having drinking water today that's how i sound and i guess if you don't know it's gonna come across as oh she thinks she's american no i don't think so boo boo okay so don't come at me like that i'm here to be your friend not your enemy anywho so yeah so um i came back to london england and then my mom, she had kind of a couple of like business that she had to deal with, personal stuff she had to deal with over there. So when she was ready to go back, she left me with um a, with my family member while she went back to America to sort herself out. She asked me if I was coming. I said no, because by then I, I got I fell back in love with my people, you know. I fell back in love with the girls that I missed, my best friends that I missed. So I fell back in love with London, England. So I stayed and my mom went back to America to sort herself out. Um, At that time of me staying, um, one of my family members, she's a Rasta. I remember that because my aunt was a Rasta, I then went to become a Rastafarian. (laughs) I twisted my hair. Oh, I remember the story. I twisted my hair and then I left my hair for literally two weeks. But I guess I didn't understand the transition because for me, two weeks felt long. I was ready for it to grow. I was ready for it to be locked. And because my hair was neither that, I just took it out. I picked it out and I was like, ah, oh, maybe this ain't for me. Who, who cares? No, I don't, I don't want to be a Rastafarian. This ain't for me. So I went back to perming my hair and I've been, I've, I've never looked back and I'm, I've passed the age of 30. Okay. And I've never looked back. And, and yes, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had transitions. I've had transitions. My 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 back in, growing up, my idol uh, as a singer was Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans. So I remember when Faith Evans came with her blonde hair. Oh, best believe I dyed my hair blonde. Oh, best believe, honey, 
I thought I was Faith's sister. I thought my name was Maith Evans. <laughs> Faith and Maith. I thought I was her twin. I swear to God. And Mary. That's what Mary J. Blige. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. That was the first um, R&B singer uh, back then of my genre that she was just, man, she had this R&B soulful kind of like hip hop sound it was amazing and yeah we grew up you know with the shenanigans of oh she's not really a great singer but god damn it she held her own to this day who cares whether you're a great singer or not if you can hold your own hold your own and she did and I represent the fact that she did I love that uh Faith Evans I love that you know she came with her her tone and she was just "Mm -mm -mm." man I still rock her first album like for me that was it whoo I'm just getting goosebumps remembering those. And then came the SWVs and the, you know, the jo- the, the Jodices and the Jades and the Escapes. I'm sorry, y'all. My phone is going off. I got people DMing me and texting me. <laughs> this is the most success I've had in a long time. I'm feeling special, y'all. But keep it coming. Keep the DMs coming in. Let me know what you want. But yeah, just growing up in America, for me, it had a different everything, you know. You, I want to say you're free to do what you want, but you're not. And that's the truth. Depending on what, what avenue you go down, you're not free to do what you want. But mental and emotional, if you've got an idea, for me, it looks like it's an easier avenue than it is over here. Their vendors, their, their businesses, their mindset is amazing. It's different than over here. You know why? Because we have different social and different government guys. America don't have... Um, DSS like we do they don't have like you know job seekers allowance if you're unemployed they got social security benefit but it ain't as great as ours like over here you can't tell when you're poor unless you're sleeping on the streets ain't nobody got projects I keep telling these kids of today you don't know what growing up in the hood looks like this ain't no damn hood you know what I mean in America that is hood Okay, and I don't understand why the youth of the day are trying to hold on to this year, man, grow up in the ghetto still. No, baby, you have not. When you go to America and you go to South Side of something, whether it's Philly, Chicago, that's the hood, honey. That's that's hood. Okay, I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the ghetto environment where more time we couldn't find food and more time we had to fend for ourselves. You can ask my cousin if I'm lying, I'm flying. Tell the truth and shame the devil. That's what it is. So when I say to my son, boy, you don't know about no damn hood. You don't know about no, this is, you call, boy, you living like luxury. You're in a free bedroom house by yourself. You ain't got no one to share. I remember my cousins and I left four of us in the bed. I swear to God, four in a bed. And we was living in the basement, okay? And it was like, oh, no, no, sir, no thank you. So when you got the kids over here talking about hood hood life and street life, no, you try, you're just watching too much TV. You're watching too much films. You're watching too much New Jack City. I tell you that for free. Because trust me, you ain't ha- you you ain't know what hood is. This is this is not hood or ghetto. London, England is is luxury. You know, yeah, there's some rundown places, but that's because the buildings ain't kept a structure. And by the time you blink, it's on the housing association for it to get upgraded. You ain't looking no America. Go to America and find out one house that's upgraded and waiting for upgraded and and and, and kitchen and new bathroom. Please tell me. I, I don't know. Anyway, y'all, I just want to say, um, 
stay positive and stay real simple and you know like i said don't 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 come at somebody if you don't know their their story get to know the person's story don't assume you know they say assumption makes the ass out of you and me so don't assume nothing if you hear something and you're not understanding it just ask a question but don't just assume oh she thinks she's american oh she thinks no i don't think so honey and there's a lot of people out there like me that has immigrated to another country and has kept that uh, persona of it you know so it is what it is but anyway y'all i'ma keep this one short and sweet i want to say thank you for tuning in i'ma try and come at you if i don't come at you every week uh, or like twice in the day or twice in the week then i'll be coming at you i've just got things to do i've got my youtube channel that i'm trying to do i also i'm still doing my music so i'm still recording my music and I'm just trying to do what I need to do. So if you don't hear from me, don't feel like I've gone. Just feel like she's trying to come back with something new. Hit me on my DMs, which is my IG. It's Simone Williams 86. That's 86. And just say, hey, girl, I see you. And, you know, let's just keep it. Support each other. That's all I'm saying. Support me. Support you. That's all I'm saying. If you want me to shout you out. Slide in my DMs, let me know what you want me to say, and I'll say it, you know, free of charge. <laughs> you ain't got to pay me. I'll do it for free and for fun. So, yeah, shout out to everybody. Like I said, Emerald SEN Consultancy, Mons Bundles, Luscious underscore bo- Luscious Lens underscore Boutique, Share Elegance, and Christina Bryant 3996. Guys, it's been lovely, and it's been a short one this time. I want to say have a good Easter weekend. See you on the other side.